day I put it on a lady's head Being frugal is crucial for any noodle on a budget If you make it, embrace it just like my dog She said she loved it and the breathing on it Welcome in to the Dream Team podcast. Brought you by Chowder. Ba- basically, just Chowder. Um, <laughs> because I just had the worst fantasy week of my life. The worst. I'm sure there's probably people out there that had a worse week than I did, but it seems pretty damn hard to have worse than 43 points from your fantasy team. Not 10 players. I mean, no. How much is that? 10 or 11? I think it's 10. Quarterback. Because two with the two. quarterback, tight end, two running two. backs. Two, 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 nine. Two, 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 two. That's 10. But there's only one quarterback. Two? Yeah, two. but quarterback, tight end. Oh, yeah. I forgot running. tight end. That's yeah. where I went wrong. So, um, I haven't even turned off the music. <laughs> I know. That's how freaking out in despair it. I am right now. Um, but, yeah, I'm sure there's probably someone out there that had Joe Burrow, um, Najee Harris, T. Higgins, Drake London, Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard. <laughs> uh, yeah, Seattle's my... defense. Graham Gano. <laughs> Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Oh, yeah. So that was not a fun week one. It was a weird week one. So uh, please, if you're out there, do not panic. I say panic. I don't. You know, week one's always weird. Uh, There was two two years in a row where the week one hero was Sammy Watkins. And then he turned off for the rest of the season. So things will get better. Joe Burrow is not going to For some, play. they cannot get worse. Joe Burrow is not going to have 78 yards. I promise you that. Are you sure? Promise. I think they're going to have the worst offense in the league. Maybe. Maybe not. Um, I'm trying to think. T. Higgins will get a catch this year. Dallas Goddard. I don't know. Is he even on the team anymore? Is now he getting replaced? Hold on. Drake London. Don't know if he's going to get a catch <laughs> because Arthur Smith. Okay. It's okay. No, I'm frustrated. This man has three top ten picks, and he doesn't want to use any of them. of them. He's like, we'll just waste them all. He's like, Tyler Algier, <laughs> you're the hero here. Which, I have nothing against Tyler Algier, but I'm just... Think about the weapons they could have if they kept Ridley. But they just don't have a quarterback. Uh, speaking about quarterbacks, that's the big news of the week. Last night, three plays into his Jets career, Aaron Rodgers goes down, and it has been confirmed a torn Achilles. He will be done for the year. Basically, his season is over before it even started, so yep. it's unfortunate there was a lot of Hype not only behind the Jets but fantasy wise, some of those weapons. So um, they're looking into veteran quarterbacks, but Robert Salah said that Zach Wilson is our guy. Do they have another backup? Because I know they got rid of White. I don't know if they have another backup right now. I, so they said they've been calling vets. So Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz, 
Nick Foles, Joe Flacco, those guys are out there. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, I mean, I'm not going to root against, hopefully Zach Wilson can take a step up from where he was the past mm-hmm. few years. You know, Rogers will still be there coaching him and all that. So see, that's one I think benefit he's got. I think, I don't think Rogers is going to check out by any means. He's not going to give up on that team. Mm-hmm. So oh. what about a uh, Tom Brady coming out of retirement? Huh? <laughs> You think he can since he just got his uh, jersey stuff you've got put in the ring of fame? I don't know, but I don't want to even think about that. Can we not? <laughs> I don't want to think about Tom Brady anymore. He's done. We're done with him. Just um, saying. I, I know my opinion, but just want to get yours on it. Do you think that was the last play of Aaron Rodgers' career? I don't think so. He's going to be 40 at the end of this year. But I am also on that. I don't... I, I don't think he... I think he's going to try. I think if he, you know, knows he can't come back, maybe he will, but... I just don't think we can... <clears throat> he's going to want to end his career on that. Yeah. So, I think he will be back. Um, maybe you shouldn't have a 38-year-old tackle blocking his blind side either. Sorry. Too far. Okay. Too early. It's okay. Too early. Seattle signed a 41-year-old tackle. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't help that's out not, very no, well either. No, they just signed him this oh. like today. Oh, so. well, yikes. Uh, along with that, we have another torn Achilles. J.K. Dobbins done for the year. Um, uh, unfortunate injury. We've Very bad barely, history with that leg. We've barely seen any of J.K. Dobbins. Like, There's been plenty of excitement oh. for him. Pablo agrees, and yeah, he just hasn't been able to stay healthy. It's unfortunate. Uh, we'll talk more about the guys that could potentially replace him in that backfield and that you might want to look at for waivers. Um, I don't know if I was a running back in the NFL if I'd want to play running back for the Baltimore Ravens. They seem to have bad injuries. There's some. Who's haunting them? Who's like... Is it someone from, like, the Baltimore Colts or... Maybe. It's very possible. Uh, Tight end Greg Dulcich for the Denver Broncos. Went down with a hamstring injury. Did not return. Out indefinitely. Going to miss a few weeks. So, if you had picked him late in the drafts, we're going to be looking at other tight ends that could potentially fill on that role. Um, Aaron Jones left the game with a hamstring injury. Hoping that his is for the best, but... Got to wait and see. He had a big game. I got insider information from my teammate, and uh, he's going to be okay. From your teammate? Yeah. He's on my team. He's my teammate. Oh, okay. Uh, Anthony Richardson went down, but everything looks fine with him. He was one of the highest-scoring quarterbacks this this week. So Is that saying much? Not really, but it's also nice to <laughs> see from, yeah. from him. Uh, you know, living up to some of the hype that has been going on. Yep. Jacoby Myers for the Raiders went down with a concussion at the end of the game. Uh, he was one of the surprises of the week. Two touchdowns. And Bronco players just light and foos up with the head. Hey, he slipped. Okay. Oh, both those are so bad. Classic Simmons, too. What do you mean, classic Simmons? Yeah. He didn't even touch... Jimmy G's head. 
He destroyed his head. No, he did not. Destroyed it. Unnecessary. Deontay Johnson is going to be out a few weeks with a hamstring injury. Hamstrings are taking people out left and right. So... I think the whole Pittsburgh Steelers team might be hamstring injury running away from the 49ers, so... Yeah, we also had Mike Williams and Tyler Lockett go out with head injuries, but I think they, I know Lockett is, should be fine, good to go. I haven't seen any update on mm-hmm. Mike Williams as of yet. But, yeah, those are, the injuries a lot, a lot going on already. We, I think it happened after we, after our episode last week, but Cooper Cup also went on IR. And so that allowed for a big game from two people we will yep. talk about here in the waiver portion, which will begin right now. No. No? We're, Before. Oh, oh you want to go to the overreactions? We've got to go through overreactions, whether or not they're going to be true or not. Yes, sir. True or not. Cincinnati, are you giving up on them? Absolutely not. I figured. But... Do you get worried with these constant slow starts? No. No? Okay. No. It's a no for me. Pittsburgh. This is their worry about their offense. I had worry beforehand as we've... I am not a Kenny Pickett believer, so there is worry there. But at the same time, I wasn't expecting them to be a high-flying offense to begin with. Mm-hmm. I typically stayed away from anybody not named Najee Harris, which Najee was disappointed. He disappointed, but I think what disappointed me more was the offensive line. Just They invested picks, and the picks aren't playing, and Smellu had some issues. It was a little like, uh-oh, that's not good. <clears throat> Tyreek Hill. 2,000 yards this year, yes or no? Wow. It takes this long? Yeah, because it's like (laughs) nobody's ever done it. Yeah, your answer is correct, yes. (laughs) I'm going to say no. You're a jerk. I'm going to say he gets to 1,900. Falls just short. Just short. Worst running back room in the NFL, the Eagles. No. No? No. The Rams exist. The Bucks exist. Bucks is... Yeah, there's some competition down there. So, gonna say no on those ones. Still a playoff team, the Jets, with that defense. <sighs> No. No? I think they're going to be competing, but I think they're going to fall short. My last one. Josh Allen leads the league in turnovers this year. (laughs) Leads the league? Leads the league in turnovers. You're just... I mean, you're... It's hard for me because, you know, I have been... Buffalo is going to disappoint all season. Well, I know. But I'm going to say no. He does not lead the league in turnovers. Well, I think he does. I think it's going to be 
I don't know who it will be. And I think Stefan Diggs is going to request a fucking trade from them, <laughs> too. Was he already frustrated in that game? I didn't watch a whole lot um, of that one. He, he tried to give his quarterback a pep top, pep, that pep talk mm. after he threw the other pick, the deep one to Davis that went over his head by three miles. <laughs> um, but, yeah, after that, he, there wasn't much else that you could talk about. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think they're going to watch that sideline a little bit closer these next few weeks. <laughs> a lot of weird shit. But Dallas's defense is going to be the best in the league this year. They are going to be the best in the league? Are they? Yes or no? I think they will be. I was already on that train a little bit before. I'm going to go yes, but it's also... Hard for me to say that because last year they were looking like one of the best ones, and then like middle of the season they just decided to. That's why we're making these reactions after week one, man. And for me, it's like two. <laughs> you have, I think people really underestimated the, um, Stephon Gilmore pickup. Mm-hmm. I think that was a big one. Just I mean, he brings veteran leadership. And he's still a very solid cornerback, so... Well, and you offset him to Diggs, so you don't have this instant where, okay, your number one's on this side covering him, you can instantly go to two all the time. Yeah. Those those it for your... That's about it. There's I could keep going on, but there's a lot of overreactions to have. AFC North looked awful. Yeah, also I'm like looking ahead to week two right now. We have two Monday nights. Yeah, I didn't realize that until today too. I didn't like that. Maybe. And it's not even like separated by anything more than an hour. It's a 5.15 and then 6.15 our time. Fantastic. Not really. A little shock from Arizona possibly. Having a good game with uh, Washington. Or do you think Washington's that bad still? No, I, I want to give Arizona some credit. I think, you know, they're competing. That's what you want to see. Like, the team at least going out there and trying hard. I'll say this. They look really stupid for getting rid of Colt McCoy and going with Dobbs. Yeah, that's a whole nother, whole nother thing there. Or John. Is it Josh Johnson or Dobbs? Dobbs. Yeah, that was just stupid. And it clearly showed. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, let's get into the waiver wire now that the overreactions are out of the way. Now that we're over done overreacting, are we sure? Uh, I mean, we're never done overreacting. That's true. We are going to do ours based on um, ESPN's platform and what percentage people are available for that. So uh, we're going to go ahead and start. Do we should we go position by position? I think yeah. I think we look go for some people need some quarterback help first. Okay, some QB help. Some QB help. Some I fucked up and Aaron Rodgers is my only guy or um Kirk Cousins scares the shit out of me. <laughs> Thursday night. <laughs> um so yeah, we can go ahead and look at some waiver wire options for Oh, one good good last overreaction. Okay. Jordan Love is going to be Green Bay's replacement to the Favre 
Rogers era, and they're gonna he's gonna lead a new era. Overreaction sealed. Yeah, I need more than just Chicago's defense to <laughs> to, to solidify that one. Mm-hmm. We'll, see, we'll see against Atlanta this week. On that, I think he's going to be one of the more targeted guys. I mean, yeah, it's just we have the like. If you go onto your platforms, usually they have like where the other defense is ranked. Ignore those for the first few weeks because we don't. You don't know nothing's. There's no patterns. There's no no data to back up yes, claims because Atlanta right now is the seventh ranked, but they also played Bryce Young in his first career game. Um, but yeah, Jordan Love is is a decent one. I I've been hyping up the Atlanta's a very improved defense, so I think they will be good. But right now, there's probably not a lot of options out there on the waiver wire. He's available in eighty five percent of leagues. Mm-hmm. Um. I think people are going to... No, it depends on who is in your league and who is the asshole that drafted all the quarterbacks. There's there's a lot. I mean, in I our mean, league, there was two teams that took six quarterbacks. Look and see if somebody dropped one of their backup quarterbacks or their third quarterback because Daniel Jones showed up on a waiver. And, and also, I think he's going to be just fine. Yeah, look for two because people are going to overreact. And there was a ton of quarterbacks that had bad weeks. You might see someone drop. I don't know who could be out there. I don't think someone would drop drop Dak Prescott, but I've seen weirder things happen. I mean, yeah. Um, There was just a lot of... uh, It's a lot of top quarterbacks that had struggles this week. Yeah, that's what's hard. It was was Lamar Jackson and Burrow and Allen... um, Shit, Mahomes didn't have a very great game by his standards, but he still pulled off a 20-pointer. Someone that I'm going to go with that I like more than Jordan Love, Mm -hmm. and he's available in nearly 75% of leagues, Brock Purdy for the Mm. San Francisco 49ers um, going against the Rams defense. Rams defense did do a good job against Seattle, but I don't expect them to do that going forward. That secondary is a mess. And when you have weapons like McCaffrey, Kittle, Ayuk, Debo, um, I would rather. Until until a team can put pressure on him and get a lead and make him uncomfortable, I just don't see him creating mistakes until somebody tests him. And when you just like you just listed off, when you have those guys as your weapons, not many times are you going to get tested. Yeah. So. Brock Purdy is a very good option, if even maybe if you want to do that going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, the quarterbacks, like I said, are kind of iffy right now. Like you brought up Daniel Jones. He got dropped in our league. Yep. Um, people scrambling to figure other things out. But, yeah, it's just there's not a whole lot of options right now. So. Jared Goff. Could be. He's a 50%er right now. I think he's someone you'd look at just because at home. I mean, they played the Chiefs, like, in KC. Mm-hmm. He showed he controlled the ball, so I think just maintaining him for the games. You know, Seattle's coming up. Yeah. At home. Russell Wilson's <laughs> out there in 30-something percent of leagues. He looked. He looked a lot better than last year. Mm-hmm. 
I know the Broncos only scored 16 points, but I don't I don't put any of that blame on Russ this this time. You know, he's yeah. dealing with a depleted, especially if Jerry Judy's out there. That's yeah. a difference maker. So, um, yeah, that's another one I'll throw out the there. The offense looked different, but it was the same result. I don't know how to explain that, but it wasn't like a – it was a good different. Like, it looked like they had explosiveness and they had the chance to make big plays. Let's go ahead and look at the ugly that is the tight end position. The if you ugly. if you had Greg Dulcich, who could you be looking at? And I will start with Luke Musgrave, the yep. Green Bay Packers. Well, I like that one. Threw only three catches for 50 yards, but he had a lot of air yards thrown his way. Um, you know, going against atlanta who already gave up a touchdown to a tight end Mm -hmm. and so luke musgrave is definitely going to be involved i'm gonna go with another rookie okay sam laporta sam laporta i liked what i saw last thursday from him i think he ran a lot of routes he was involved a lot more than i think people expected he was looked at a lot too Mm -hmm. on third downs which is a very good sign for a tight end and he caught all five of his targets Mm. so uh, I'll throw out Jake Ferguson. Only two catches for 11 yards, but he had seven targets. Um, and that was in the blowout. So they didn't really need to use him all that much in the mm-hmm. second half. So Jake Ferguson, someone out there, you know, follow the targets. And in week one, seven of them. I think that led the whole Dallas team yeah. in targets. So, um, yeah, t- Tight ends are ugly. I think the other one I would say is uh, Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry had a touchdown. He had a touchdown. He had six targets, five receptions, 56 yards. I think it's going to be uh, an offense for playing Philly's defense looked pretty good. There was Mac a... Jones was able to move it pretty good for dealing with that weather that they had. Yeah. Kind of made me, uh, Eagles' offense was a little disappointed. <laughs> There's a lot of guys that had good target numbers. I'm looking at Logan Thomas. He had eight targets. Zach Ertz had ten targets. Mm-hmm. Um, these are all guys that, you know. Zach Ertz, I read something today. He has a five-game touchdown streak going against the Giants right now. Oh. So. Hayden Hurst is out there in <clears throat> almost every single league. And he's the number two tight end on the on the season right now. Yeah. So <laughs> you just got yourself the number two tight end. And I feel like he also looked to be like a comfort person for, for Bryce. Bryce Young when he would kind of be moving around. Okay, I'm done. I don't want to talk about him anymore. I don't want to talk about him anymore. Okay, tight we ends, could, no, no more. I like. I think we gave out some options. I think a lot of it was question marks. There was a lot of rookies coming in. What was their involvement going to be? And they were, for the most part, pretty involved. Yeah. I mean, Dalton Kincaid was okay. Meyer not, not did not have what a good one at all. See, but go ahead to the running back position. Um, this is where we are looking at Kyron Williams, available in 90% of leagues. Currently the running back seven on the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two touchdowns. Um, looked to be 
So take, do you trust that though? I do you uh, do you trust week one numbers enough? Like, say you, I don't know. I trust the usage, and that he was involved in the passing game. He was he out snapped Cam Akers. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's a guy that you can pick up and plug in yeah. every week. It's gonna be matchup based. Yeah. Okay. But. Yeah, I think you know he's he's worth it, especially if you have, you know, a player or two that's on your bench that you're like mm, didn't like what I saw from them week one, ready to drop them. Yep. But yeah, Kyron. I mean, it wasn't three point five yards per carry is not pretty, but it's a whole lot better than the <laughs> one yard per carry that <laughs> yeah. Cam Akers had. Uh, Zach Moss. I think there's one that's out there in a lot, uh, yeah. Mr. Kenneth Gainwell. Kenneth Gainwell is out there in a lot. He's an eighty percenter. I believe I took him with like the last pick before. Because you, you you heard the rumor that he was the one kind of getting the the running cat carries, and sure enough, he did. Yeah, so I just kind of wanted to. If he didn't, I was going to be willing to cut him. Mm-hmm. But after seeing that, you know, I think he's one that you just like you said. It's uh, got to look at see the matchup, see who they're playing, what kind of. I think Swift will get more involved. But kind of shocking to me that he wasn't, but... Yeah. Okay, so, Kyron Williams, Gainwell, Zach Moss, because the Colts running backs weren't great, and he Is should it? be returning from injury. Okay. Um, I'm, not, I'm not really... Like, I'll go over our rankings of the, these waiver wire priorities for the running backs. He's going to be towards the bottom. Like, I know he's projected the most, but I just don't. Which of the Baltimore backs That's the is tough one. the guy you want? Because Justice Hill got the goal line carries, mm-hmm. two touchdowns, but eight attempts, nine yards. Um, Gus Edwards had... Eight attempts, thirty-two yards. Yep. So better. So the only I I actually would I, I think I'd want Gus Edwards. I think he just because I think he has a knowledge of the offense mm-hmm. more, and he's shown he's been able to do it. I think hopefully he can stay healthy and do it. Yeah. So. That one's hard to say because Harbaugh came out and said that they're happy with their running back core right now. Mm-hmm. So it likely is going to be those guys. But just keep an eye for a Leonard Fournette or a Kareem Hunt. Gosh, some players that you'd think be signed by now. Joshua Kelly is now interesting now that we know that Austin Eckler is dealing with an ankle injury. Should have brought that up in the news section. But, uh, yeah, Austin Eckler... I mean, they made made it a point to bring it up. So he looked great in week one. I mean, Eckler, so, so, but but I mean, there's got to be something said to getting 16 carries and 91 yards too. Yeah. So, so. Josh Kelly is another one that is in there. <clears throat> the only other one that I don't know. How do you feel about Tyjer Spears out snapping Derrick Henry? The work didn't really go to his him, but he out snapped Derrick Henry. I think it's just bizarre. Like, it doesn't make sense. Um, I I don't know. 
Derek Henry's like he's shown you on plays like why he's Derek Henry. Yeah. The issue is Derek Henry's been Derek Henry for so long. Teams just load up a box, and when you have a quarterback who can't get the ball to a wide receiver that you have, like, what else are you supposed to do? Sooner or later, you can't keep beating eight players. Like, the one that I would bring up that is probably going to be lower on like when you're looking. At your um, guys that are on waivers, that's lower. But I would put a high priority on is Roshan Johnson from the Chicago Bears. Uh, five carries, 20 yards, and a touchdown. But he also had six catches for 35 yards. Um, so, you know, he's a rookie if he keeps putting up those numbers. And it looks like right now the staff is starting to – is gonna if he keeps doing this, the staff's going to trust him more. Mm-hmm. And he's going to get more and more work. He was – the best back from the Bears this past week. Someone so, to look at staff, yeah. Yeah, so I, I like Roshan Johnson a lot going forward. So let's let me get your top four out of the guys that we listed. I'd go with Gus Edwards. That's your number one priority? That'd be my, my number one. Okay. Then Kyron Williams. Okay. Gainwell, or I'd go Gainwell, then Kyron Williams. I don't know. Oh, fuck. Oh, that one's tough. I'd go Gainwell just because I think they have a better running line and everything if he truly is the guy to get the carries. And then I would probably go with Hill just to back up just in case. It's uh, interesting. Yeah. I think my, I just know I don't have a shot at like basically any of those guys. <laughs> I think I would go Gainwell as my number one priority, then Kyron, then Josh Kelly, and then I don't. I still don't know which one of the Ravens running backs I want. So it would be a tie between. Gus Edwards and Roshan Johnson. Now, oh, okay. let's go to the wide receiver position. This is where it is a little bit interesting. Probably going to be the number one guy for everybody is Puka Nakao. Um, someone that, you know, I started during, like, rookie drafts back after the NFL draft I was paying more attention to. I will admit, they asked, Jose asked about him. This past weekend, and I dismissed it, saying he wasn't going to be anything special. To but start he out signed the with what? Like he signed on like Friday, didn't he? Or has he been on the team the whole time? Yeah, he's a rookie. I feel like he just oh, was he brought up from like a practice squad or something? No, no, no. He's been on the team the uh. whole time. So he's probably going to be the number one person. He's rostered in two point eight percent of leagues. He's I mean, 15 targets. That's all you really need to know. Caught 10 of them for 119 yards. If anything we know is Stafford loves to hyper-target one guy. And right now it looks like Puka is his guy with cup out. So I think... No. I mean, Tutu Atwell had eight targets, six catches for 119 yards. Puka had more catches than... Atwell had targets. Okay. okay. That's yeah, but he had six for 119. You can't dismiss that either. Yeah, I get it. 
Thank you. I think that's what makes that tough is you want to believe one or the other, but it comes down to the, is it a Gus Edwards or a Justice Till? Uh, give me... Is it the chicken or the egg? I'm going to take the egg and go with Puka because Tutu Atwell okay. is a itty bitty guy. Um, okay. So that's... I. Yeah. Tutu Atwell is probably the second guy that we're going to look at. He's... He'd be your second guy? No, oh, not yours, Mesa, okay. but like the second no, yeah, guy yeah. that we looked at. Because you mentioned him, so we'll bring him mm-hmm. up. And, you know, the speedster. Not many people... I've held on to him in Dynasty Leagues for so long. He got started in our redraft league, and that's the weirdest thing for me. He had no choice, like you said. Judy went down. No. Or no, that was one. Yeah. He had Camara. He had. Yeah, he had had Cooper Cooper Cup. Cup, So that's. Yeah, it's. Man. Yeah. It's always tough when it's like you're really set with your lineup and then someone's just like, oh, I guess I have to start this person and they go off and then it's like, what? are you kidding? I hate fantasy. <laughs> yeah. uh, what a lucky time to do that one. Yeah. So Tutu Atwell is another one out there. And then Kendrick Bourne had two touchdowns this past week. Mm-hmm. Six catches, 64 yards, two touchdowns. Outside 11 targets is what you like. I just think that one's a little bit I mean it's he's going to be valuable because Juju is kind of hurt so is Devontae Parker so Kendrick Bourne is kind of mm-hmm. the last guy left but also I don't think we're going to have another in that many weeks of Mac Jones throwing it 54 times so why not I mean maybe but it's not usually the the, the Belichick way yeah Patriot way so without Brady yeah <laughs> so He's definitely a good option to pick up. Is he someone that you'd consider over, say, Romeo Dobbs? Who's available in 80% of leagues? I'd probably rather go Dobbs. Granted, Dobbs had four catches on five targets, 26 yards, and had two touchdowns. So that's where his... And those without Christian Watson playing. Yeah, I think I would go Dobbs just because I believe in the talent of Dobbs more than Kendrick Bourne. But if you go the other way, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to argue with it. Um, yeah, Allen Robinson. <laughs> Five catches, 64 yards. And now Deontay Johnson is out. So <laughs> Allen Robinson no. now is the number two there in Pittsburgh behind. He kind of was getting looked. Pickens. I don't know. That was hard to know what to do because that was such a bad offensive showing. I think they, they ran, I think they had three and outs like on every drive except for one in the first half, and they ran like 15 plays. And they get the Browns this week. so I hope they can do it, because the Browns, I would say that pass rush looked pretty freaking mean. Mm-hmm. And then that the D-line just looked good, but I don't know. They also played in some pretty nasty conditions. So. And then another name I'll bring up is Rashid Shahid for the New Orleans Saints. Five catches, 89 yards, and a touchdown. Derek Carr went up to him at the end of the game and said, run the go route and win this game. So, I think that's a... Yeah, but I want it to be Alave. I know you want it to be Alave. I'm just throwing out people that... I know. That's that's actually not a... But see, there's just like... I mean, Michael Thomas still got a bunch of targets there too, and he didn't have too bad of a game either. So, it's like, when does it become... Too many mouths to feed. There's another overreaction. 
Jamal Williams bust, bust on the season, replace as soon as Kamara's healthy. He might be. I'm not going to say that because Kendra Miller wasn't there either. So, trash. Uh, Darnell Mooney's an option. Robert Woods was involved. Don't ever look at Chase Claypool. Um, I'll just say that. Okay, so <laughs> let's rank our top four options there for the wide receivers. Puka Nakao is number one for me. I think he would be... Yeah. I would go him number one. And then <clears throat> I'd go 2-2. Two, two. With it at two, just because you're you're looking for people, and they're two guys for a team that you just don't know. Yeah. Um. I'd go born and then Shahid. I like those rankings. And no, then, actually Dobbs. I'd go Puka Dobbs. Two two. And kick out Born. Born and Shahid. Okay. So. I think Dobbs would be just kind of in that, like, if you, I don't know, do it because, yeah, that's tough because Watson could be out for a little bit too. Yeah, and I've, I've read a lot of reports that Jordan Love would look for Dobbs a lot in yeah. practice. So, I think yeah, they're all four. There's some value there right now. Okay, well, let's go ahead and move to. Oh no, no, actually, we got to look at defenses. Sorry. Yep. Streaming defenses for the week. Streaming defense. Um. Cleveland's out there in about fifty percent of leagues. Got to look at them. Yep. In ninety-eight percent of leagues, the Giants are there. I would look there. I would. Play in Arizona. Um, Buccaneers against Chicago. I don't know how I feel about that one. I think the yeah that number is a little, a little skewed. Yeah. What about the Colts against Houston? I'm interested in that one. I kind of want to be, but the Colts played ten. Who did they play this last week? They played Jaguars. Jaguars. Jaguars did Jaguar things. Yeah, the Colts scored 11 points. That was because they had a touchdown. I think I would still... It would be a consideration. I think I would go... I like a Broncos at home versus Washington. Do you like the other way around with Washington? It's defense against the Broncos? Um, I think so. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Actually, I don't feel as confident about Washington's defense against Broncos' offense. Okay. Um, I will say. Let me see how many they're available in. Nope, they're rostered in a while. I was gonna say Saints versus Carolina, but Saints are rostered in most leagues. But say I see not many. Big gaps. I mean, Chargers against Tennessee. I don't know. Chargers got absolutely demolished, but Tennessee's offense did not look great. 
Really? Not any. I think we listed most of them right there. Yeah. Okay, let's go ahead and get into pick them for the Holy shit, week. somebody dropped the Eagles in this one? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's the one I have Dallas's defense. Now I need to go pick them up. <laughs> All right, let's go to pick them. And Thursday night we have Minnesota at Philly. The curse of primetime Kirk Cousins. Does it strike again? This it don't matter. Philly any day. I'm going Philly as well. Green Bay at Atlanta. This is actually one of the trickier ones of the year, I feel like. Right of the year of the week. I'm going to go with um, GB, Green Bay. It's in Atlanta. I'm going to take Atlanta. Okay. Las Vegas at Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo. I think they have to right the ship really quick. At home, I'm going to also say Buffalo. God, if they lose to Raiders, could you imagine the the shit coming out of that locker room? I think Stefan Diggs would request a trade right <laughs> after the game. Okay. We have Baltimore at Cincinnati. Give me Joe Burrow as a bounce back here. I'm going to take Cincy at home as well. Seattle at Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, Detroit going at home. home. After the stadium is going to be going wild. They had a lot of fans at Arrowhead. Yeah, they did. And they stood out because blue stands out amongst red pretty Especially easily. Especially that light, light blue. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers at Tennessee. Give me some Chargers. Yeah, I'll take Chargers. Chicago at Tampa Bay. Oh. Give me Chicago. I'm going to take Chicago on this one. I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. Okay. Kansas City at Jacksonville. Oh, man. Is Kelsey back? <laughs> There's no word yet on if Kelsey will be back. Oh, gosh. We didn't talk. Well, we did, but. Yeah. Fuck. Kansas City. Reluctantly. I'm going to go with Jacksonville. Okay. I don't know how Kansas City starting 0-2. I know. It sounds disgusting. I even got last week's game right, and you're the Detroit guy. I know. Indy at Houston. Give me Anthony Richardson getting his first win. Uh, I'm going to go with... Going with the home teams right now, Houston. Okay. Continue going home teams. San Francisco at L.A play the Rams. I'll go San Francisco. You've got the Rams. <laughs> no, Done deal, baby. Uh, San Fran looks too good. Okay. New York Giants at Arizona to play the Cardinals. 
take the Giants Gigantes. Yep. Uh, New York Jets go to Dallas. Play the Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys. Give me those Dallas Cowboys. So glad I have their defense for this week now, too. Yeah, Yikes. it would have been a much more interesting game with Rodgers. Yeah. Especially because Rodgers always <clears throat> kills the Cowboys. Washington at Denver. Let me go with Denver. Oh, you know what I'm just realizing? There's what? no Sunday night. What? There's no Sunday night. What's on Sunday night this week? I don't know, but there's no Sunday night game. Because that's then, then it goes to Miami at New England. Still 425 start. Uh, give me Miami on that one. Um, you go Denver? Oh, yeah, Denver. <laughs> Sorry, I got so distracted by the no Sunday night. So the next one is what? Miami at New England. And I'm going Miami. Yeah, give me some Tua. Then the two Monday night games, New Orleans at Carolina. You mean New Orleans? I'm going to go upset alert here, Carolina. And then Cleveland at Pittsburgh. I'm going to go Pittsburgh. I'm going to as well. I did not like what I saw out of Deshaun Watson. Could you imagine if they get just destroyed at home two weeks in a row? Would not be pretty. No. Would not. I also don't think, yeah, I don't think Cleveland's even close to what San Fran is. I'm getting embarrassed. Sometimes that's what needs to happen. I would agree with that. Okay, so... Let me, I'm just finishing up one thing. We'll move on to our, I'm going to call it our dream team versus our nightmare team. These are going to be our starts and sits for the week. Should we start with our starts or our sits? Let's go with our, let's start off with the negative. We need to end on positive. We need to end on positive? Yeah. Okay, I can. We had a lot of negativity. Not really, but I think people need positive vibes out of the episodes. Okay. I can deal with some positive vibes. I think so. Um, hold on. Are we going to... I'll uh, go ahead and go... Let's go tight end to quarterback. Who's your tight end sit of the week? My tight end sit of the week is actually Pat Fairmuth. Pat Fairmuth. Yeah. He's injured as well as uh, he had one catch for one touchdown. Three yards. So he's injured. He's he's a little bit banged up. Oh. I don't know if he's like injured to the point where he's not going to yeah. play. But I just it's not even like necessarily him. I think it kind of revolves around trusting Pickett, and I just don't. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I I just see a Cleveland matchup. I see him wanting to ground and pound, get that shit going. I have Tyler Higby tight end for the Rams um San Francisco has some great linebackers uh Higby was I know we mentioned him a lot last Mm -hmm. week as a potential start of the week and I'm gonna say he gets shut down this week so Tyler Higby's gonna be there for Jose he had Dalton Schultz as his sit 
and Manu had Hayden Hurst. That's silly. Wait, why is it silly? The Hayden Hurst one? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It could be. I don't know. Wide receiver <laughs> sit of the week. Your Higby one, though. I've already started debate trying to figure out if I should pick up a different tight end for this week. But I'm like, somebody's got to get the ball there, right? Even Puka if it's a reception. Nakao. Is your what? No, Sorry. that's no. I'm just saying oh, that's who has to get the that's receptions. That's who's got to do it. Yeah. Wide receiver, who is your sit of the week or sits? I have sits of the week. Yes. I'm going with the the Chiefs wide receivers. I am sitting every single one that you would have thought could be possibly played. Kadarius Tony. Um, single handedly lost an entire game for a team somehow. It's wild. But Amazing, it's true. he did. Um, Marquez Valdez Scantling. I kind of forgot he was even on the Chiefs until I saw him. Yeah, Sky Moore. Sky Moore um, was just basically running sprints, never got targeted. I would say I would. I liked Rasheed Rice and the other guys, Justin Ross, and I think neither one of those guys was getting the looks that make you go, "I can play them this week." But if they get more looks this week, I think they're people to watch on waiver wires. And then if you're like me, you maybe have Rishi Rice and dropped him and maybe want him back again. Nah. Uh, for me, I'm going, this is going to be a disappointment for people who've already been burned by this guy, but I'm going to go Drake London as my sit of the week uh, going against Green Bay and likely getting that Jair Alexander matchup. I think <clears throat> it's going to be another rough week for him. I will say this, if it is another rough week, as I'm projecting, be prepared to go shoot a low ball offer to the Drake London owner and see if you can get him on the low because he's got to have at least one or two good games after this. <laughs> he's got, he's got to touch the ball at some point, right? I also wanted to bring up Garrett Wilson going against Dallas's defense. You probably can't sit him with where you drafted him, but the defense of Dallas looks scary, and Zach Wilson... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jose put Jacoby Myers, Las Vegas receiver, going against Buffalo. Coming off the big week, I don't, I you know, and the concussion. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if he'll play, but, yeah. Well, then Manu went Terry McLaurin. Denver Bounty Goat 2.0. First of all, it was. I don't get that. Cause... It was not. People are saying it was a dirty hit. It was not a dirty hit. Jacoby Myers started sliding. Last second. I'm just saying the Broncos' safeties and defensive backs have a very good history of lowering shoulders into the faces of their opponents and even trying to fight them. What are you talking about? What do you mean what I'm talking about? Aqib Tlaib? Crabtree? He never lowered his shoulder. He just snatched his chain. They were fighting. But, like, Justin Simmons has a very bad... No, he doesn't. He has a yes, he does. I've watched tons of Bronco games. He doesn't get flagged for it very often, but he's a dirty fucking player. How is he? No, he's not. Yes, he does. Justin Simmons is one of the least dirty players in the league. No, yes, that's a lie. I'm not going to consider this. It's okay. You don't. We don't need to. Running back sits of the week. Um, Manu has Antonio Gibson. Jose has DeAndre Swift. I went with Brian Robinson. He had a decent game for fantasy, but once again, I'm just I just don't believe in the talent of Brian Robinson. He gets a lot of carries, but he just doesn't put anything out there that's special. Um and then Broncos held Josh Jacobs, yeah. who's a much better running back. 
to very little. So I'm going to say Brian Robinson gets hardly anything. Mm-hmm. With, with uh, Raheem Mostert, I think New England's going to try to take it away. And yeah, I think, yeah. You're playing Bill Belichick. That defense did a good job of slowing the Eagles down. So I think they're going to be ready for a little two at a time. But I just don't see them having enough at the wide receiver edge to stop all that. Um, interesting is Manu put Mac Jones as his sit of the week after Miami gave up a whole bunch of points. But he's probably going with the hole that they cannot throw the ball 54 times, I'm assuming. Well, you might have to against uh, Miami this year. Yeah. Um, Jose has Aaron Rodgers. And. And Sam Howell. Howell. Uh, yeah, he's an asshole. Um, yeah. That's all I can really say about that one. Take but head. Sam Howell, I don't think many people are starting him to begin with. No. So. He I, was your, your, I'm really effed on a bye week. and Yeah. Or and dynasty. This is super flex. I have Deshaun Watson. We both just pit, picked Pittsburgh to beat Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And I think if Cleveland were to win, it's going to be on the back of Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be Watson. Watson did not look impressive in that win against Cincinnati. I would say this, like kind of how we kind of had to do it last year with uh, Trey Lance that first week playing in the nasty conditions. The conditions definitely didn't help that game showcase quarterback abilities it didn't it was a downpour but also in uh, crappy field conditions like cleveland just lost jack conklin their starting tackle mm-hmm. which is not a good thing when you're going against tj watts so yeah i'm gonna go ahead and stick with my watson pick i think i mean I'm, there's nothing wrong with it and i'm going with uh kirk cousins kirk. and this was before you bring up his his prime time. his prime time shit i just yeah, I mean, he looked okay, but not particularly great against Tampa Bay. He did. It, it's it's so funny. He does what he he normally does. He somehow he drives down the field with Justin Jefferson, and then he's like in the red zone. He's like, oh, I'm not going to look for him anymore. <laughs> like, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And then he just does dumb shit. So. All right, those are our sits of the week. Now we will our nightmare <laughs> team. I looked at somebody's start, and it's one of the sits, so... Let's go ahead and uh, and go to our starts of the week. We'll go tight end first as well. Manu put Dallas Goddard. If you had him, I think you're playing him. You have to start him, but I think he's just more like, hey, don't worry about that zero. Yeah. Jose went with Sam Laporta, tight end for the Detroit Lions, as we talked about earlier in the... And the waiver wire one is he looked pretty good. Jared Goff seems to trust him enough. Mm-hmm. Mine is kind of like Manu's where I'm like, hey, don't worry about it. Darren Waller should be a bounce back player yep. against Arizona's defense. So I think, you know, you can expect a big week for him. And that's even like if you're doing a DS or not DST, the daily, uh, fantasy. Yeah, daily fantasy. I think Waller is a good pickup right there. And then you have. Someone else that we talked about in waivers. Mr. Luke Musgrave. I like that connection he did with uh, Mr. Love. So, I think he's... And then they're playing... Uh, they're playing Atlanta. They're playing Atlanta. And I, I, like you said, I just think, you know... I think it's going to be a target there. All right. 
Um, Manu's just going with guys that he's hoping for bounce backs, I guess. <laughs> I guess <laughs> not really, because his first, second, his running back is. Yeah, uh, he has Devonte Adams as his who. But uh, he had a decent game. He had catches. He just never got the six touchdowns. catches for sixty six yards. Most of those were away from Pat Sertan. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know he came like most of those catches were in big moments. Yeah, and I think that's the thing you got to pay attention to is jimmy g is looking for him yep in those big moments third down catches were big time jose went with michael thomas uh going against carolina's defense that's an interesting one that's a hard one like they'd be a hard flex start for me i think michael thomas had a decent game uh had a decent amount of targets so i'd have to be like i'd have to be a team that like picked up like a a cop or uh, Richardson or um, Taylor had a Kelsey where you're like, okay, I messed up and In that flex spot. Yeah, you're like, I str- I'm struggling right now. Yeah. Okay, I don't mind that one actually, but uh, <clears throat> mine is going to be DJ Moore. I know a lot of people were disappointed week one, but he got the Jair Alexander treatment, and now he's going against Tampa Bay's defense, who gave up a decent amount of yards to Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison. So I'm going to say DJ Moore is going to have himself a really nice week going against Tampa Bay. Your wide receiver start of the week. I'm going with Marquise Brown. Hollywood. I think in a PPR setting, last week wasn't the worst week you could have ever had. I think it shows that he's still going to be targeted and hopefully playing against a little bit better of a matchup. He can break something away. Yeah, especially Josh Dobbs is still very new mm-hmm. to the offense in general. So um, it really doesn't make sense to me. Like that's straight up like Arizona, straight up like, hey, <laughs> we're throwing it in. Look, we're going with the new quarterback week one, and we're going to sign him two days before. Like that's what it was. Yeah, Manu went with Brees Hall as his running back start of the week. Um. I don't know. I mean, you you said you sat him last week, I so did. I bet you you're guaranteed to start him this week. Uh, more than likely. I mean, Dallas is not the greatest matchup, but Brees Hall is one of the most talented running backs in the league. I mean, if you're if you're the Jets, I think you got to look at it this way: we've got two top running backs. Let's help out now, our quarterback now and that let's Rogers make some out. packages where we got both of them in there. Let's get some misdirections. Let's get a guessing game going. That and it's just like, <clears throat> you know, if the pass rush is getting there for Dallas like it was, mm-hmm. a check down is going to be there, hopefully yeah. so. Uh, yeah. Jose went with Kyron Williams, um, running back from the Los Angeles Rams. They are going against the San Francisco 49ers. That's, I would not do that. Yeah, they shut down Najee Harris pretty well, but he's having some confidence in him. Is he doing it because of the passing work, you think? Probably. Would be about the only reason why. Yeah. But I still don't know if I'd trust that one. Mine is more on the higher end side. I can't see it. You haven't saved it. Oh. Just kidding. <laughs> I went with Ramondre Stevenson. Did not have the greatest week, but six catches, and I feel like those are very needed, and that's why I still was confident with him as a fantasy running back was because of the receiving work, and now going against Miami, who, if they put up points, 
They're going to need to score, need to yep. pass, and that's going to go to Ramondre. Well, um, Miami does not have four defensive linemen that they were going against last week. And, yeah, and then there was Austin Eckler had himself a good game. Mm-hmm. Joshua Kelly had a good game. So, yeah. Ramondre, I think, is in line for a lot of good work here. Yep. Hopefully they learn something and they're like, hey, let's run the ball against them and maintain it. Your running back start of the week. I'm going with Mr. James Cook. Okay. I think they've got to uh, settle Allen down a little bit this week. I think they're going to try to hand the ball off and get into a better groove than what they were in. I felt like they were just throwing shit up, trying to make... They were trying to win the game all in one play. And I think they're going to really try to dial that back. Yeah. And I think that means feeding Cook. And then when we look at um, against the Raiders last week, the Broncos, Samaje P. Ryan was the leading receiver in terms of yardage. It's not saying a whole lot with the amount of work that everyone got. And then Javante also had six targets. So the receiving work is going to be there. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think James Cook is a very good play. He started out the game really well. And then just kind of faded just, off. They, they stopped. The whole offense. Just yeah, kinda. they just. It was. That was the bizarrest game to watch. Because, like. Bizarrest. Bizarrest. <laughs> Most bizarre. I like to create words, Derek. Okay. English is my major. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> Manu went with my sit of the week at quarterback with Deshaun Watson against Pittsburgh. Brock Purdy did have himself a nice game yeah. against Pittsburgh defense, but I do not believe in the Cleveland offense like I do the San Francisco yeah. offense. They're, they're a little bit different. Yeah, when built. you have a, a Christian McCaffrey in San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, you got a Nick Chubb. Yeah, but Nick Chubb is a good runner, not but you don't got, the best pass You don't catch. have a Debo and Ayuk and a Kittle yeah. either, so... And you, you have don't a Cooper. Have a Kyle Shanahan. You have a Cooper and a Ninjoku. <clears throat> Jose went with the Joe Burrow bounce back. Um, he's saying, "Hey." I mean, I I hope somebody wasn't willing to sit him after one week, but you can't with the way the draft capital you put in. Yeah, I went with Brock Purdy. Oh shit! Sorry, he just kicked him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Football yeah. play. I went with Brock Purdy. I mentioned him as in our waiver wire um, going against the Los Angeles Rams, who I do not think they have a good secondary. And with the weapons that we just brought up, I think he's going to have himself yeah. a week. I mean, it's it's is McCaffrey going to get the rushing touchdown or is it going to be a passing one? Well, it's a 50-50, mm-hmm. and if it's passing, it helps out. So, yeah. And then you went with, let's went. end it here. Recovery Daniel Jones. I think he, yeah, you can't do much worse than what you did. Um, yeah, that was There's bad. a lot of pressure on him, I think, this week to turn that shit around, so. Yeah, they just, after all the All the money negotiating, yeah. And... Maybe she took some of that and paid some tackles and maybe brought in a wide receiver? I don't know. Would have helped? I don't think so. So, yeah. Those are our dream teams and our nightmare teams of the week. So play those people that we have in our nightmare teams at your own risk. At your own risk. And if those people that we said to start don't, then you could come yell at us personally. My address is beep.
Yates. Beep. <laughs> Come yell at me. I live in Lilton, Colorado. You can figure out the rest. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this is going to be our week two wrap up here. You do know that our purchases of our homes are public record. Yeah, but our people aren't smart enough to figure that out. Don't say anything. (laughs) They're probably like, this dumbass scored 43 points in fantasy week. Why am I going to even listen to him? Yeah. um, I did score 153 riding the two of Tyreek train. Hopefully this week is better. Can't get worse. Can't get worse for me. Can't get worse. Can't get worse. If I, and if, if it I does, score 37, you have to quit. I will not be back here next week. I promise <laughs> you that. You will have a new host. Uh, but yeah, love you guys. We are out of here until next week. Peace.